playing booch ball. Booch. We playing booch ball. You know, Freed, booch moves pretty fast. And Alex. if you stop and look around every once in a while, you might miss it. Alex, I'll pickle Alex. Thank you for trampling my Ferris Bueller bit. Yes, Freed, you are dressed in a pickle suit. Happy Halloween. Yay! Anything else you wanted to add there, Freed? No, I can't drink booch in this. I I I'm going to escape. <laughs> to the podcast audience to just hear the rustling of his cheap pickle rick costume. It's kind of like theater of the mind right now. I'm hearing his unzipping the rustling of cheap polyester. Oh, freedom! Freedom. Freed dumb. Yes. What's up, dude? How are you, Freed? Hanging in, man. Halloween season. Spooky. Canes are scary, bad, but still winning. Uh huh. Softball got canceled. We're live. Can't complain. We're both, we're both in bad moods today. We decided. Yeah, I figured pickle Rick might might get me get me out of it a little bit, but did it work? A little bit, yeah. Feel better. Oh, Rick, got you out of your funk. Yeah. All right. Well, it's uh, we're recording this on Monday, October thirtieth, the day before Halloween, twenty twenty three. I am uh, recovering from being at a wedding over the weekend, where Youth XL performed, and the theme of the wedding was eighties, and they asked us if we could dress up like characters from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So. I am here. Oh, that's what that is. Your finest, yes. I thought you were Abu from Aladdin. No, no. I would obviously need a hat in order to pull that off. The vest you got. I, well, I assume Youth XL did it big over the weekend. Uh, what does that mean to you? You did good. Yeah, totally. sure. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, we didn't blow it, if that's what you're asking. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I I had to do I had to play the uh, the first dance song. I had to play and sing the first dance song. Wow, the that's a lot of pressure. Actually, done that. Yeah, yeah, I was nervous, but we did it. We pulled it off, baby. So did the cardiac canes pulling another spooky overtime victory out over the dreaded Virginia Cavaliers. Yeah, who had beat Virginia? In overtime, lose to Georgia Tech, beat Clemson, beat AM on the season bingo card. I don't know. I wonder what the, you know, they don't really keep track of that stuff like they do with like March Madness with perfect bracket, like perfect brackets. It'd be interesting to try to do. Maybe we should, we should do that every year. We should actually try to submit a perfect, a perfect schedule. Yeah. Just for one team. I mean, just for one team, that's tough on its own. Imagine the whole, and yeah. then ESPN has the college pick'em thing, 10 teams per week, you know, 10 games per week. Nobody gets all those, right? That's true. Yeah, so just for Miami is what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, all right, Freedball. Cardiac Canes, spooky. 
Um, I'm very terrified of the next three games coming up for the Miami Hurricanes, but we can get into that a little bit later on in the show. But folks, before we uh, start talking about Canes games and all that stuff, the question is, who is the guest on with us this week for a very spooktacular Halloween episode? Who, who could it be, Freed? Spooky. Well, it's none other than my neighbor, George Johnson the third. Welcome to Booch Ball, George. How are you doing, boys? Uh, just want to point out, I am not the George Johnson the third from UMass that put a hurt on my Army Black Knights this past weekend. Um, he... Oh, I, I was so confused when you sent that text. I, that didn't click for me. Well, for here me. we are. <laughs> I'm I'm on bits that you can't even comprehend. <laughs> George is in playing 4D with his bits. So uh, over the past weekend, sitting on the couch, uh, listening mostly and scrolling Twitter uh, to the Army football game against UMass, and sitting there, and the announcer goes, and now George Johnson the third has the football, and he's dangerous when he has it, and I yeah he is starstruck. Uh, you never, you never expect to hear your own name, you know. Especially, especially in with that effusive commentary, it's such effusive praise. It wasn't Gus Johnson. <laughs> wow! All right, well, George, welcome to the show. Um, why are you here? Talk to us about who you are. What's what's your deal? What's why? What what can you possibly add to the boot ball proceedings? So I've been a college football fan since I was. 13 grew up in a household where uh we were not big sports fans but you know you watch espn growing up and you see the atmosphere around college football and uh immediately i was in uh didn't really have a team just liked watching all the games you know over time you get to see good teams bad teams um but as of late i've uh, gotten married to a vanderbilt alum so now i am a vanderbilt fan and growing up, yeah. we were going to Army Black Knights fans, uh, well, games up at Mikey Stadium. So, really, uh, I believe black and gold. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, so that's the West Point connection, right? That's the. Yep. Uh, so you actually do have a vested interest in watching the Army Black Knights. That's I do indeed. It's Why very are they sad. Called that. Great question. <laughs> I have no idea. The Army Black Knights. There's gotta be. I mean, there, it's it's a play on words. Black Knight, right? Oh, like, dark. Very fair. But the how? Dark Knight always rises, like except yeah. for in West Point. <laughs> um. Wow. Wait. I'm kind of now. I'm kind of curious. All right. We're getting sidetracked here. But uh, so, well, George, you and I know each other uh, through uh, through the Brooklyn neighborhood scene. Uh, I believe we we met on the first day of the NFL season last year. We got the chatting. I uh, ended up joining your trivia team, and we ended up winning that uh, Sandy Jacks trivia night and our first your, time hanging out. Your tennis knowledge was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, yep, I don't know just know about college football. I also played tennis as a child. And now George and I are continuing our winning ways. Uh, George is the goalie of our intramural soccer team. Is it still called intramural if you're 30 years old? <laughs> Adult league. Maybe a beer, beer league. league. Rec league? Rec league. Rec league? Rec league? Yeah, I guess so. 
Um, and we are sitting uh, firmly in first place in our division currently right now for you, just in case you were curious. Good for you. So that's what's up with us. Uh, George, what's your take on kombucha here, son? What is the, what's so, your kombucha connection? I've never tried it. Uh, I've always considered it. Um, was really never that into uh, fermented products. Um, what does that mean? Such like as pickles? Pickle ricks? <laughs> well, I mean, the pickle earlier was fantastic. And pickles are one of the better ones, in my opinion. But uh, okay. when it comes to... What are uh, other ones that have... Sour <laughs> uh, natto for one. Uh, the Kimchi? fermented beans. Natto. I'm not know. familiar. Natto. Ooh, very very bad texture. I've also never tried Icelandic fermented shark. But that's that I haven't it. tried. What about yogurt? Do you hate yogurt? No, I do like yogurt. So what about sourdough bread? Not a fan. Yeah, not a huge fan either, actually. This, I just, I'm just looking up fermented, <laughs> fermented foods. I didn't know that sourdough was fermented. You like beer, don't you? I do. That's the problem. Oh, got him. Interesting. Okay, so, but so not a have you know haven't been drawn to fermented foods, but so you've I, so then why would you have anything to do with kombucha? Have you really had kombucha at all? Never tried it. Oh, this you've never my tried first time. Kombucha. This will be my first oh, time. Oh, so you, but you've listened to a couple of shows here, so you've kind of gotten a, for a, a feel for what's happening here. Long-time listener, first-time <laughs> joiner. So in, in our pre-show discussions, we were trying to figure out a, a booch for the group to gather upon, and I don't want to spoil anything for the what we're drinking segment, which is certainly right around the corner, but something interesting popped up with George here. He said, no kiwi. So that took GTs off the table. Turns out George is allergic to kiwi, therefore GTs not not doable. Sorry, What's I crushed that, that for you, boys. How did you how do you figure that out? Is that something you've known since birth? Uh, no, 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 no. It's just a uh, horrible story that accompanies that. Uh, no horrible story. Accident. Just uh, itchy mouth, and that's that's about that. Oh, an allergy test as well. Okay. Kiwis are good. I'm I'm sorry. That's a that's a tough uh, one. Yeah, it's a bad situation. Because the outs I've heard that like the outside of the kiwi does that'll get you itchy, cause yeah. yeah like it's I mean if you look at it, it looks like it would cause an allergic reaction. Disclaimer though, I do love New Zealand. I see that in the chat. Big New Zealand fan. Yeah, well they don't play college football, so I could give a yeah. shit about those guys. All right, well George, it's time for you to get onto your first booch ever. It's time for us to take That's a little fine. jaunt over this spooky little stroll to the first segment of Booch Ball, which is, of course, what we're drinking. What we're drinking. Freed, what the flip are we drinking today? Well, we couldn't do GTs. So how about Brew Doctor? The Orange Oasis kind of goes with the whole Halloween theme we got going on. Which yeah. is a theme. No, I didn't even think of that unofficial halloween theme yeah the brew doctor okay the orange oasis i'll tell you right now george um the reason why we suggested gts for your first kombucha is because that is a much better entry level booch i have to say and um the brew doctor is a one of the top kombucha companies one of the one of the more widely available kombucha companies but the brew doctor does have a has an interesting taste that is is specific to the brand and it's i don't know what's the word it's not controversial but yeah a little bit controversial. Like it, it, it has a floralness to it they brew their teas with with almost like they use some more flower petals and 
it's not always our favorite, although it is growing on me personally. The first few I had, I was not a huge fan of. But this is the black tea. It's not the white tea that we had a few weeks ago. It should be a little more tea, like more tea. Is that a word? Yeah. More tea forward. Tea forward, yeah. Tea. That's what I would go for. Um, all right. So, George, before we drink this, what are you, what are you expecting this to taste like? Uh, I'm expecting a uh, orange black tea. Um, citrus forward, uh, potentially. Um, I didn't expect floralness, but uh, I'm excited. Do you know that this is going to be carbonated? Uh, I did not. I was actually going to ask if I should move it around because <laughs> I know it. there could be no. sediments. Don't you shake it. You want to do a subtle inversion. Okay. Do a little barrel roll maybe. Yeah, Maybe so you gentle. Can allow for some movement, but this doesn't look like there's a lot of sediment in here, to be perfectly honest. Okay. At least in mine. Well, whatever's in here, let's get into it. Let's go ahead and crack it open. This is supposed to be a sunny blend of juicy blood orange, spooky, and velvety Earl Grey tea. It is a spooky flavor, huh? Smells fantastic. Who's Earl Grey, anyways? Earl Grey is black tea with oil of bergamot, which is another citrus. I said, who is Earl Grey? Oh. Ooh, very interesting. Can you ask me what is Earl Grey? For $500, what is Earl Grey? Earl Grey is black tea with oil of bergamot, which is another citrus. In case wow. you didn't hear me 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I don't know who Earl Grey is, but I'm assuming he's related to the Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> yeah, all, right, all Earl's related. Slop, slop <laughs> alert. Major yes, alert. George, what does your sloth say? Sip it good. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. If you want to drink a booch, you must, you sip, must it. sip it. Except for Cody, who on our last episode, who chugs booches. Okay, so. George, first impressions. What do you think? Um, the acidity is actually really nice. Um, it reminds me of a non-alcoholic athletic brews beer. Um, mm. Really enjoy it. And I'm a big tea drinker at home. Uh, get home. Oh, wait, wait, wait. My wife has entered the fray here. She's trying it with me. Grace. Uh, Grace's is be the ball, the booch ball. Yeah. Oh, it good. Mine just says nice. Thoughts? Nice. I feel she like. She says this, she likes it. Nice. Yeah. This one definitely does have Earl Grey tea vibes big time. Yeah. It's very, yeah, it's very tea -y. It's pretty so, good. I think I think it's the blood orange. I like that 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 has like kind of like that slight bitterness to it. Yeah, it, it has that essence of orange that you get all up in your grill when you break into a fresh orange. That peel, that orange peel oil, like it, it really comes through in this kombucha. It's not the best one I've ever had, but I'm pretty hungry right now. And when you get hungry for booch, they all start tasting really good. And I'm gonna enjoy this. Well, we're drinking, so I feel like we're all skewing fairly positive on the orange oasis. I don't, I don't, I feel like we're all. Yeah, as baby. my first, as my first, I, I will remember it for the rest of my life. Wow, you never forget your first time. Before we move on, let's hit the the uh, flavor profile real quick. Oh yeah, please do. This is these are the Madden ratings, George, for the uh, for every booch. So three, flavor three, profile: two floral, one herbal, no spice, and I would agree. Not getting a lot of spice at all. Yeah. Well, no done. well done. I wouldn't say it's that fruity though. It's a little more herbal to to me, but maybe that's just like the tea, the tea ness of it. Yeah. No, I, I think it's fruity and floral. 
It's that, but that big juicy. Enough about what we're drinking. It's now time to move on to what we're thinking. What we're thinking. George did something that I hadn't seen before, which is, no guest on Boochball has done this before, but you actually took what the slate was coming up uh, for this week and you input it into an NCAA football 2014, I imagine, simulation and simulated every single game to determine who you were going to be picking. So we will save the final picks and everything like that for later in the segment. Um, but George, talk to us about this simulation. How did you play that out? Did you just plug them in one at a time? How do you make sure that all the rosters are up to date? Um, what's going on with NCAA 2014? Because I, I see a lot of stuff on YouTube and I just am confused about how it is continuing to survive. So NCAA 14 has one of the biggest modding communities on uh, PC, uh, Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 still to this day. Um, I play on PC. I continue to update the rosters every week after each week. Operation Sports has a um, thread where people can drop their new and updated uh, um, rosters. Just, just, to like so, account, just to be clear, you're not physically doing the attributes. You're just uploading somebody else's updates. Yeah, some other nerd is doing that. Right. Uh, as much as I would love to do it myself, I do not watch enough college football where you know I'm taking it all in. So I feel uh, like there needs to be a community where you have one person assigned to each team, and that would be the best way to do it. Do that. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's sick. They have it uh, currently. They're doing it by uh, divisions, it seems, where an SEC guy is doing the SEC part, and they just keep uh, going through. Um, and honestly, they're very accurate. Things. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Because, but at, at a certain point, that breaks down, right? Like in the third string, like in the third, like the third string linebacker, they have no no idea how good that. No, they're in there. They're in there. And uh, I mean, you're not going to have your uh, walk-ons, but. You're not going to have your long. But they don't know what their attributes are, do they? Like they're not going to be like, oh, this guy has like better strength than agility. Did they I ever play? If you have dudes like who's like familiar with every team, they can throw something in there. I mean, like I feel like I could fill out attributes for the full Miami roster, but who knows how that would compare to somebody else doing that for their other team? You know, there's a bias. I would love to see that segment. <laughs> Sometime soon. <laughs> Next offseason, Booch Ball. First ever 10 hour long Booch Ball stream. <laughs> Just Reed being like, <laughs> Tyler Harrell's acceleration is uh, <laughs> showing on the box. Eight and a half. TVD's accuracy has dropped <laughs> one more. <laughs> Minus four. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, George, you're still, so you're, you've got these threads. You're modifying your NCAA football. Are you still playing? Are you playing NCAA football regularly? I, s- I still play. Um, I'm not using updated rosters at this point. I'm currently on year five. Um, I so started it's all random future, like all random a- future players. Yeah, you're beyond the present. Like, yeah. At this point, I'm just naming my I'm naming there. my players whatever I like. Uh, it's it's uh, it's all silly stuff. Like the longest Willie. Right. Uh, that was my quarterback at Coastal Carolina. He was very fast. Chanticleers. <laughs> so you're going. You went coastal. You went with the teal turf. You're trying to take them all the way. Where are you guys at? Are you a perennial powerhouse at this point? Uh, so we won at coastal. We won uh, the whole damn thing. And after that, I got an offer from Pitt. Took that, 
and uh, things didn't go too hot. Yeah, I was trying to get the Miami yeah. gig. I swear. Well, like if uh, if you look at my background here, it's a screenshot from one of my games. Uh, it's I don't know that's my it. uh, create a coach, whatever. And I started at Vandy, <laughs> then I went yeah, to yeah, Coastal yeah. because I lost the job at Vandy. How much effort did you put into um, doing <laughs> how your coach looked? Uh, it's just the super basic uh, skinny white guy, and it it's worked. Just like coach model. It kind of looks like Dabo a little bit. Don't say that. <laughs> kind of really. <laughs> like We're not running down any hills, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is from when you. <laughs> All right, so we're just running through the what? What level of difficulty are you playing? Uh, Heisman. So I, I put it all the way high. Okay. Do you so play all your games or do you sim? Uh, no, I play. I play both Good sides of the football. Good for you. Goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> this is real shit. But I play video games. It's real stuff. Well, we still got a little time here in what we're thinking. I wanted to get back into 2023 and the playoffs are going to release their first rankings tomorrow night. I want to just touch base real quick and what are we thinking? Is it is this a slam dunk top four or any uh, any wild cards? Mm. So Georgia, pretty much guaranteed. <laughs> Georgia, guaranteed. Georgia, ah, uh, I don't know, Freed. Why? Just because they won last year, we think they should be in first place all of a sudden. Not all right. Hey, what have you done for me lately? Okay, the, they're locked into the top four, and you got Ohio State and Michigan. And Washington and Florida State, so it's going to be four. Should be canceled. They should get the death penalty as a program. So that's Georgia out too soon to tell whether or not they're good. Michigan death penalty for the program. I've seen enough evidence. They're gone. OSU, you can't have OSU without Michigan. Okay, there's nothing there if there's not the Michigan rivalry. Could sneak in. <laughs> yeah, so Michigan's out. They're by Ohio State is out because they can't play Michigan, so they don't have enough on their resume. Penn so State they haven't played anybody. So it's my boy, it's my man Phoenix. And I'd like to well, I'd like to see those four in and Florida State at number five. That's that's where I was going with this. I don't want Florida State in there. Oh, wait, sorry. Where do you want who do you want? I want Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, and Washington. And Air Force, baby. Georgia's out. Air Force in. James Madison. Put them in. Uh, James Madison deserves a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Massive right. injustice for the NCAA does not consider James Madison to be eligible because this is their second season of transition, therefore ineligible, despite the fact that they're playing a full FBS slate and are ranked in the top 25. Okay. Here's and they crushed last year. Yeah. We take out Michigan, canceled, they're gone. Put in James Madison. We switch their ineligibility. So we give, we take the ineligibility from James Madison. We stick it. I can take the eligibility and move it somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> Ann Arbor. Exactly. So James Madison, uh, you know, and I'm sure they have a bunch of great wins. They have, I'm sure they have wins over William and Mary. Um, so that alone, I feel like is pretty good. And then, uh, so Michigan's out. And then like a, like I said, Ohio State has to be out because of that. So that's where we give and salute to their service, the Air Force Academy. Um, and we bring in the Air Force. So I've got my top four. I've got Georgia, 
James Madison, Air Force, and Washington. Because fuck Florida State. Big Phoenix energy. I think I'm going to reverse it. I'm going to reverse it on you guys because I I believe that we believe that. DJ move right here, reversing that. Iron sharpens iron. And if there's anything I know about the Atlantic Coast Conference is the fact that one team is sitting at the top, and that's Florida State. So Florida State goes number one. They're wow. playing the hardest competition in all of the FBS. Like a spear, an iron spear. Yeah, and we're planting it right in midfield. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe we're we gonna go Florida State. Podcast like this. Then we're gonna go Washington, because okay. I'm a very big Phoenix guy. For sure, I can tell. We can see that from a mile away. <laughs> uh, we got Georgia, long, the longest Willie. We got Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to say Ohio State, even though I don't want to do it. But it's either them or Michigan, and I think Harbaugh should be put in prison. So, <laughs> okay. and that prison being the Chicago Bears. Well, um, the good news is Ohio State and Michigan will have the chance to settle it on the field, right? And uh, we always have our big time Thanksgiving episode. We'll have Doctor LZ come back on for that. Drink some turkey, eat some booch. It'll be a blast. They should make turkey booch. We should make shirts that say "Drink some turkey, eat some booch," and have a picture of LZ. <laughs> I don't know. yeah you're right we should do that that's a good idea what about this boys gravy booch i don't want to give too much away but let's call brew doctor come on gravy booch make it happen they already got the snickerdoodle snickerdoodle cookie we got to do that later in the oh, season sure. yeah we need to have that you know, Brew Doctor is really coming in strong, guys. They're, Brew Doctor are always kind of like, eh, they're always kind of like second, second or third fiddle behind uh, GTs and Health Aid. But they've they've rebranded. It seems like they're really going for it. And I really got to which which team out here, which team in the NCAA is the Brew Doctor? I feel Penn like it's State. like Penn State. They got Michigan and Ohio State in their same conference. But I feel like it's I feel like they're like a Washington team. They're like the t- they're the kind of surprise team with a new look. What about Texas? Kansas? The Longhorns. No. The Longhorns. They're in the Quinn Ewers. He does like kombucha. Do you know Quinn Ewers was the is the first and only uh, quarterback to receive an NIL deal from a kombucha company? And you're not big Ewers fans. No, we love Ewers. Yeah, that's I was why we always say this up. has to be a Ewers podcast. Yeah. I'm just even saying, though horns I, down. I think that there might be a uh, some kind of licensing copyright thing with us saying that Brew Doctor is Texas. I, I'm sure that they already have something. You know which brand was that for? Was it Cosmic? It was, uh, it was Holy Kombucha, a Dallas based. I think well, they are from Portland, Oregon. So yeah, yeah. That's what I was I'm thinking. But I mean, honestly, the Brew Doctor. I mean, so Oregon, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, yeah why not? Go Ducks. Not a bad one. Or at the very least, the Beavers. Go Beavs. Tough <laughs> loss for them this past week. Yeah, very tough. Hate to see it. All right, well, how about we uh, stop thinking and start picking? What do you say? Sure. Let's do it. Unless you had anything scary good or scary bad for you. You were trying to get that segment off the ground for a little bit. Nah. <laughs> Save it for the kids. Let's see. Scary bad is your Halloween costume of Pickle Rick. Um, scary bad is uh, the fact that George's coach that he created in NCAA football looks like Dabo Swinney. Um, scary good, Alex's Ferris Bueller costume. Scary good, 
Alex's performance on the podcast so far. I feel like I started off a little slow, kind of been in a bad mood today. But I feel like it came in strong towards the end, especially towards that uh, the college football segment. I'm going to give myself an A for the day. You boys, Freed, mm, a little bit worse than usual. B minus. George, yeah. first time on, pretty good. B C plus. plus. I'll give you a B plus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now you say C plus, I'll give you a B because I don't want to overshoot it. All right, boys. <laughs> you know what it's time for. <laughs> I already give you a little hint. We're already picking out some grades. It's now time for the third and final segment of Boosh Ball, which is, of course, who we're picking. Who we are picking, and I didn't write it down. So, Alex, who are we picking today? Oh, you know what it is. It's the rumble down and tumble. It's the LSU Tigers traveling to Alabama, Tuscaloosa, Bama, favored by three points. These are two teams who are ranked in the top 15. LSU is like hovering around 13. Bama at number eight. Guys, you got to think this is going to be an incredibly important game for Bama to keep their playoff hopes alive. Who do you think is going to win this one or at least cover the spread? Freed. Does George have – I mean, uh, does LSU have two losses? Or yes, they, they do. Have one? They're out. Who was their second loss? Because I know it was Florida State. Uh, Mississippi. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Wow. Yeah, uh, I'll take Bama to cover. George? Uh, I think I'm going to have to take LSU simply because in uh, this rivalry, the home team doesn't make that much of a difference, and I think LSU is going to be trying to play spoiler. Hell yeah. Look at so George fun fact, research. Fun fact, Alabama is 7-12 in Tuscaloosa, where LSU is 4-17-1. So maybe that's just Bama good, but... I'm seeing it a different way. Interesting. All right. I love it. And for that reason, I also am rooting for the Tigers because we cannot have Alabama in this playoff. We got to keep them out. This is the year we keep them out. If Bama's in, that means Phoenix is out. And I'm sorry. I want Phoenix in. <laughs> full, insert, <laughs> full insertion. <laughs> insert Phoenix. Um, all right, boys. Next up, we've got Oklahoma reeling off a loss to knock them out of playoff contention. Potentially. Not so fast. Not so fast. With a big, scary loss to Kansas. Uh, awful stuff there. Um, Oklahoma traveling to Oklahoma State. This is known as, Freed? Bedlam. Which means crazy. Yeah. This is a crazy. Why do they call it Bedlam? Is that just like a fun word? Because it's crazy. Okay, great. <laughs> Good research, Freed. All right. Yeah. Oklahoma favored by 5.5. George, That's what do you have this one? Uh, so this is an easy one for me. Uh, it's got to be Oklahoma. Uh, going back all time, um, Oklahoma is 90, 19, and 7 against Oklahoma State. 90, 19, and 7. Yeah, but it's a it's lot of games. Saturday, do you ever think do you ever consider that? Uh, yes, but also no. <laughs> Very well, fair. they don't have to win. They just have to cover by five and a half. But I think they will. Oklahoma State is a little bit fraudulent to me. I don't see them as a legitimate team in the top twenty-five this year. Oklahoma still has a chance to make the playoffs if they went out and beat Texas in the Big Twelve championship game. 
I might still insert Phoenix over them, but <laughs> they're still alive in my book. I can't blame you for that. Um, I am also taking the Sooners here, boys. Whenever you see a spread, that's 5.5 on Booch Ball. Freud's favorite number is five. You always got to take those points. So five and a half points. I got Oklahoma Sooners covering Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. Shout out David Kramer, who was just down here visiting me. Huge Sooners fan. Good For the hour. record, Alex, if you're taking the points, that kind of implies Oklahoma State, but we'll we'll let it slide. Oh, yeah. I just like the points. I'm just picking them independent of the, the gambling aspect of it. I just like the points. It's good, a good points. Number. Yeah, I like the numbers. I'm picking the independent numbers. Um, but I have, just so the record's clear, Boomer Sooner. Okay. Nice up. We've got a battle of two pack something teams. The Washington Huskies featuring Michael Penix Jr. Don't say Penix. Traveling to Southern California to take on Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley. Caleb Williams and his huge Penix. UW favored by three points, by the way. Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix. That's my pick. I'm picking Phoenix too. What about you, George? I'm taking Washington. Um, fun fact: Michael Phoenix Jr. was originally committed to Tennessee, and that's a fun fact for me specifically because it makes me happy. As imagine him. Like yeah, exactly. What if he could have been? And there? Then he ended up enrolling in Indiana, and then Indeed. he Indeed. ended up as a Husky. He looks good in purple. Oh, yeah, just like Freed on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. It's now time for our sediment section, which means it's time for us to drain the bottom of the college football barrel and get all the nasty little sediment pieces out uh, for the football team. It's also time for us to do the same thing with our Brew Doctor Orange Oasis. Bottoms up, boys. The final sips. I could honestly drink another full bottle of this right now. No problem. Although I didn't write anything down, I do know the sediment pick off the top of my head today because this one is spooky. We got two four and four country schools, Marshall at App State in Booch Lovin, Boone, North Carolina. App State favored by four points. So many fours. It's spooky. Who are you picking, Alex? Well, I just got to give it to the Boonsters over there. I love Appalachian State. I want to go down to an Appalachian State game. I feel like that would be really something. Have I'll some, meet you uh, there, dude. Booch ball road some, trip next season? Yeah, hang out with some hippies down there. Find somebody living in a cabin. Just You would drink. love App State. Yeah, would I? Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of this, the Ferris Bueller costume is kind of like an App State vibe a little bit. It's also Vandy and Army, kind of like black and yellowy. It could also be a tiger, like an LSU yeah, or Mizzou. Oh, that's a Mizzou vest. Yeah, I might just like wear this around, you know? It's kind of chill. <laughs> Same. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I got Appalachian State here. I don't know anything about Marshall or Appalachian State except that they're both four and four. And so when they're both four and four and the home team's favored by four, you got to take the home team, Appalachian State. How's that for research? What do you think, George? Uh, I'm. Saying Marshall, uh, if you look at their record all time, App State's 15 and 10, but just through the last five meetings between these two, Marshall's four and one. You thunder and heard that, Freed. 
I just thunderingly belched into my mic, but I put it on mute. Like a yeah, good podcast. Oh, you got to keep that in for good stop. Keep that in. Yeah, it's a uh, it's gray territory in the kombucha influencer <laughs> game. Yeah, some right. like the burps, but you know it could surprise people. Yeah, you don't. I'm taking happy pappy. I want my boon boys. Free? Did we pick everything the same? We might have. LSU, Oklahoma, Phoenix. Oh no, I, I took, I took Bama. Um, so the tiebreaker will be needed if there's a push, but we're gonna do a tiebreaker nonetheless, like we do every week. We do the Miami score. Miami is at NC State this week. I think Miami's four point favorites, despite yeah. being clearly not good. So I don't know. I mean, we haven't, we didn't really get the the joy of talking about Miami um, much today. But before we do, let's talk about Georgia simulation scores from our slate. So I did simulate all four of these picks, and this is just the computers, so don't get angry at me. Wow. So for the first game, it's the Battle of Bedlam. It's the GCS, Georgia's computer system. Correct. We're better than Watson AI, I promise. Put me on Jeopardy. Uh, We got 38 to 22, Oklahoma. Then we got LSU versus Bama. It's 40 to 28 going Bama's way. Hmm. In the Washington UFC game, we have 59 to 45, an absolute barn burner. I love how it knows there's just going to be no defense. With (laughs) Phoenix coming out on top. Hell yeah. As it should. And finally, in the Marshall App State game, this was a crazy game. Uh, I was watching it as it simmed. App State got out to a big lead and blew it at the very end. Oh. Marshall comes out on top, 41-34, to 34, holding App State to three points in the fourth quarter. Wow. wow. <laughs> Get your DraftKings in. <laughs> you know there was some poor clock management there by App State in the simulation. I wonder how like this the simulations like – did they it, run the ball on the last play, or did they take a knee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to bring that up. That would be uh, – look, I just want to say you beat the best name in college football in Tony Musket. So that's a big win <laughs> for the University of Miami. <laughs> it's almost as good as the new uh, Giants quarterback. Uh, oh, boy. You know he like eats Tommy gabagool. Tommy DeVito or something? Tommy DeVito. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right. Well, thank you, George, for your simulations. The GCS simulations. You might have to bring those back. Um, it's now time for the final score of the Miami at North Carolina State game. What's your pick here, Freed? I'm just going to say, once again, I'm once again asking for you to put Jakari Brown into the game, at least for a few drives. I just can't comprehend how he can be any worse than Tyler Van Dyke. Who's well, you don't want to burn his red shirt, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Who cares? There's three games left. There's four games left of the season. Four games for the red shirt. I mean, yeah. I feel like they're going to get him in. They're just, they're get, just yeah, playing. get him, get his feet wet this game so he can contribute against Florida State. Um, but TVD, I love the guy. I respect what he's done. But at this point, until he gets healthy and can prove he's fully healthy, he's a liability throwing multiple interceptions every single game. So mm. I'd like to see Jakari. I'd like to see what he can do with that good offensive line. I think mm. having that quarterback run threat would just open it up even more, and we could just really dominate on the ground. I would love to see that. Interesting. Freed is calling for our third-string quarterback. NC State. Um, they just beat Clemson. 
but NC State is not good. Don't get me twisted. Virginia was not good. We went to overtime. Georgia Tech is not good. They beat us. North Carolina is not good. They beat us handedly. This is going to be a close game. I'm going to go NC State 27, Miami 28. Another heart palpitating, hopefully win. And I've been wrong four weeks in a row because I called Virginia to win last week. (laughs) So I should probably call for NC State to win, but (laughs) I feel like Miami can take NC State. They'll be ready to play on the road. All right, we're going to do a little role reversal there, Freed, because I will be predicting North Carolina State to edge out Miami 24-23. I've had this, like, I've I've been looking at this terrified on the schedule all year. I just know that this is going to be, like, a rowdy atmosphere. I feel like they're That's all going to be whack. We need that rowdy atmosphere because we play at home and the crowd is dead and starts booing after TBD throws his first pick. Like, it's hard to get up. They'll be ready to go play this game. And NC State is not good. I have them in a season-long pick-em. I've been following them and rooting for them all year. They suck. Freed, if we don't win this game, I'm, we're going to lose three in a row, and we're going to finish seven and five. Like, we're going to lose to this, we're going to lose to Florida State, and then we're going to lose to Louisville back-to-back-to-back. Louisville's not going to have to win this game. Dude, I'm, I'm not we're worried about it. The ACC is trash. All these teams, except for Florida State, are really, really bad, and Florida State is just slightly above average. Louisville 7-1. Who? Louisville. And who have they beaten other than Notre Dame at home in that one game where they had their whole city at it? And Notre Dame's not even good, so why are we even going down that They beat uh, NC State 13-10. What a exactly. burner. All right, well, enough of us. I've got, I've got Miami losing by one. You've got them winning by one. George, you got an opinion here? Uh, I've got Miami 27 to 22. Okay. 22. Is that GCS? How's that going to It's not GCS. It's just coming out of my dumb, dumb brain. Um, <laughs> Miami's favorited by four. I think they'll cover it, uh, but it is going to be a difficult game. I'd love to cover. That would be so nice. And not in overtime? Oh, man. You obviously haven't been watching a lot of Canes games. I'm just trying to put positive energy out there. I, do that. I spent the entire baby shower upstairs in a corner by myself watching the game, yeah. just shivering. It was awful. Don't, don't put their po- positive vibes are where, you know, positive vibes go to Miami games to die. <laughs> um, all right, folks, we've made it to the end of our picking segment. The last thing we have to do is tell you what is our final score for the Brew Doctor Orange Oasis. George, we give a score of one through ten. You're not going to have much of a barometer here because it's your first booch, but one is the worst thing you've ever had. Ten is the best thing that you've ever had. Where we usually get the most scores is that uh, seven. So six is you would drink it. Oh, no, sorry. Five is would drink it. Six is would buy it. Seven would recommend it. And then eight is delicious booch. Um, and then you can kind of figure out where things go from there. We take up to a, a decimal point. Um, Free, do you want to start us off just to get us a, an idea? Yeah, and for the record, for all those boochies out there listening, it's on any given booch ball, right? It depends on how you feel, what you've been eating that day, or lack thereof. I was hungry going in. I could probably pound another two bottles of this right now because I'm hungry for booch. It was good. I'm borderline delicious on this kombucha. I don't think I'd be there every day, but right now, 7.7. Okay, very strong showing for the Brew Doctor. George, any thoughts? 
Uh, it is my first booch. Um, so I'm just going off base things that I've drank in the past. And if I drink this again, uh, I'd put this at an 8 1. Um, this Delicious. opened my world up to kombucha, and I'll be having it again for sure and uh, experimenting with a couple few different flavors in the future. Wow, we found a brew doctor boy. Damn, oh. we're going to have to ask Rob for a cut. Spreading the gospel of Booch worldwide. We should just Starting tell people that we had the founder of Brew Doctor on the podcast because they're not going to look into it at all. Like we, we had an employee of Brew Doctor, one of the original guys. So we should just say we had one of the original founders of Brew Doctor on the podcast. I feel like that's the way that we should say it, right, Fred? Brew Doctor executive. However, you cannot buy me just because we have the Brew Doctor executives on the podcast doesn't mean I'm going to give them a delicious score. But that isn't not to say I'm not going to recommend their kombucha. I feel like it was right right up at that threshold. Um, I enjoyed this kombucha. I would drink it again. I would tell people that they could drink it if they were looking for something that kind of like tasted like tea. Um, it's not super high up my board, but it did just enough to earn a 7.1. That's a good score, Alex. I feel like that's more of a true score. If I wasn't starving right now, I think I'd be in that vicinity. But like you said, anybody who's into tea, especially Earl Grey, it's like an Earl Grey soda. What's yeah. not like? Yeah, for sure. All right. All so right. if we use the BGS as our motivation, we have a kombucha loving robot who does his own set of calculations. Let's see what the average score is for this brew doctor. Orange Oasis. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. 7.63. Wow. 7.63. Freed, have you figured out the Bucha ratings yet? Do we know where it slates in, or are we just going to have to figure that out later? Nah, dude. We need an intern. <laughs> the Bucha big board's gotten huge. <laughs> yeah, we got over 50 Buchas. We need so. to come in here and start running some simulations. That's or right. Or at least start organizing the columns. Uh, all right, we'll figure it out. All right, 7.63, very strong showing. For, it's a top uh, 25 booch for, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's an excellent booch. That's, that's a top 15. Yeah. Top 15 it'll end up around number 15, I think, when, when yeah. all the dust settles. Yeah. All right, George. Well, thank you for helping us to come to the conclusion about the Brew Doctor Orange Oasis, for telling us what we're drinking, what we're thinking, and who we're picking. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for a friend, you should pick on George Johnson anytime. He's your guy. Very kind of you. Uh, boys, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Pleasure to have you. George, are you on Twitter? Or where, where do the people find uh, I am on Twitter. I have no idea what my Twitter handle is. Well, uh, you also have on. a podcast of your own, a DJ podcast. It's a George. DJ podcast. It's called Bop City. Uh, I used to put up weekly. Now it's just whenever I'm feeling new music. And uh, they're, you know... Live mixes. You put them on. Forty minutes you can put each. Put on at the club, like at, if you're having a party. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, you're just. De it's just a DJ set. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk it's, at all. So if you hated idea. this, you'll love Bob City. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's sick. I'm not. Perfect. You might have to try to steal some of uh, rip some of your DJ stuff and so, throw it in. So there. Spotify, Bob City. Uh, it would be on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, everything but Spotify because Spotify does not allow music podcasts. Sadly. Ah, okay. Apple Pods, check them out. 
we'll be hearing for some more. We'll be hearing from George in the future for some more BGS. BCS. Simulations. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll work on a catchy name for it. I think it's BC. GCS. GCS. It's GCS. Yeah. yeah. GCS. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Boochies, we love you. And as always, stay cultured. Peace. Peace.